1: Stepping into this room, you see that there are crates and boxes of mechanical supplies everywhere. Wires are running all throughout this room, feeding into a smaller room up ahead. You see that there is a large steel door that is further in, and one side of the room is actually completely collapsed. Uh, looking around here, you see that like it, these veins are mixing with the wires going through that door. You see on the door itself there is a sun, a moon, a planet, and an eye. And there's a body that looks like it's been almost melded into the door. It's been rotted for some time now. Its skull is like a uh, fused back into it, open. And in the center of its chest, there is a mirror. And then there is writing below it. Well, that's horrific.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now, no name.
1: Yeah, Doctor.
2: Tell me, is that normal for your kind to do?
3: Can't say that it is.
2: Not back home anyway. And would you have any understanding of why
3: someone would do that?
2: I'm guessing it's not willingly.
3: I don't believe this fella chose to be in this position, no.
2: What have you, Cleo? Seen anything like this before?
4: Well, Cleo's its kind of filing away that ceramic bowl uh, into a pouch.
1: It's good quality. It's it's bio-life bowl.
4: Yeah. Uh, covered in a fine bran dust and steak grease shellac, um, saving it for later and kind of looking around and Obviously, like, not totally clear on everything that's going on. (laughs) Been rolling some Mm -hmm. bad perception rolls. (laughs) Well, I means... This is a nicer cafeteria than we've done ever had on a job before. Last time I had to eat eat trash, so...
2: Cleo, you're still thinking about the food. There's a body here with a mirror stuck into it.
4: Well...
3: Nelvin already um checking his reflection and trying to straighten out his hair.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You look good. (laughs) You do see there is writing underneath the body.
4: Oh, okay. You can flip that boy over?
1: It's all written in blood.
4: Got this, Nelly?
1: Uh it's just written like near the feet. Well, I'm gonna have to uh
3: mosey on over (laughs) and investigate this writing.
1: You see it says We found the truth in life, we scream. The sun, the moon, the in between. We offered it all, our blood, our mind. It showed us all, we just look behind. Is it just Nelvin who's reading that? Or are we. You can walk up and read it as well. Like it's. Okay, so we we get to see it.
4: Can't Cleo not read?
3: As far as I know, Cleo's, Cleo's literate. We never um we never rolled her any illiteracy or or ignorance type stats. She's uh
4: Okay. So I think she can read, but like not great.
3: And she's not educated, but she's uh she's not illiterate either. She's street
1: smart. Or Wild West smart. Ish. Yeah. She can make a good bomb. And read a menu, but not a novel.
4: Well there's pictures on the menu.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Those are for me. <laughs>
1: Can I do
2: a a scan of the body and try and determine how it died using my medical? Yes. So it's a 14 plus 5.
1: It definitely looks like there was high levels of energy. You're not sure what kind was used, uh, but definitely whatever happened, it not only seared away the person's flesh, but it fused them into this door. Wonderful.
2: It's the uh, Philadelphia experiment all over again.
1: Um (laughs)
2: Well, that that is a conspiracy theory of... Uh, did you know the Philadelphia experiment? You should look it up. It's fun. It's a fun one.
3: Well, regardless, the melted, melted corpse in front of us is um, that's pure real. There's no conspiracy uh, theory going on here at all.
1: Yeah, and there's a mirror that's at the center of their chest in these four symbols. I mean, I might try and give the door a bit of a shove and see how well it's fastened on. Uh, make a perception check when you do that. I'm on fire, this is a two. No. Yeah, nah, you're shoving that door and it's just not moving. Yeah, it just, this body doesn't seem to have moved, at the very least. Beer.
3: do you think you could open this door?
1: Well,
4: let me have a look. I'm gonna move over there, kind of awkwardly, because this space seems kind of small.
1: Yeah, they definitely don't move, and you just kind of wedge yourself
4: in between <laughs> them. <sighs> and I'm still hungry. I, I'm suffering. But I'm gonna try to open the door, because Nelly asked, and I'm going to beseech that that be a strength roll.
1: <laughs> you bet.
4: Excellent. Maybe something can go right. Oh, but I got an 8! But it's an 8 plus 5!
1: It's a 13, I mean... You're trying to move this door without much luck, but the mirror does come loose while you're trying to move it, and you catch the mirror. So now you're just holding onto this mirror.
4: What is the orientation of the mirror exact? Like, how is this... Am I holding it up?
1: Yeah, like, you can see yourself in it. It seems fine. Are you expecting, a, like, a ghost to appear in the mirror?
4: I don't know. Anything can happen, Dick!
3: I mean, mirrors are very scary. In horror movies, you never want to see a mirror, do you?
4: But I failed to, like, get through. I mean, well, if you look this good, then maybe. Maybe it ain't so bad. But, like, okay, so I failed to open the door, but I'm holding up the mirror now.
1: Yeah, it's like, uh, it'd be the size of, like, a human hand. The the size of the mirror. So it's not super big.
4: Well, is it neat?
1: Ah, uh, it's intricate. It seems like it's very well crafted.
4: I'm gonna pack it into my pouch.
1: You put the mirror away. Is there anywhere I can see,
2: like, to try and use my computer knowledge to open this? Sure. All right. I'll do that then. I'll uh, try and try and hack it open. Damn it. So in four plus five.
1: I need you to roll another hacking to protect your suit. Oh, shit. It's a 16 plus five. So you managed to disconnect just in time before you felt the different virtual intelligences that are protecting the facility start trying to connect to your suit and shut it down.
2: Bloody hell. I feel this facility has an AI. Quite aggressive as well. I'm going to have to be more careful about choosing where I jack in.
1: So you see, this face forms out of the wall again. Once more, it is that synth head... There is these large veins that are, like, coming out of its mouth, looping up, going through its eye or the top of its head. Some of the plates are missing. Its face is twisted a bit. Greetings. Why are you trying to access the server room? You're looking for the
2: body, Vargas. <laughs>
1: this is not where the body is, Dr. Z. Well then, Vargas, where is the body? The body is being... Kept further in the facility. Please go back to the original hallway, Dr. Z. We don't want anything to happen to that suit of yours.
2: Ha ha! Also, nothing should happen to your suit. This facility seems to be tearing itself apart. I would hate for something to cause irreparable damage.
1: This facility is upgrading itself.
2: Yes, I've seen upgrades happen many times. I could help.
1: Yes. Yes, we would love your help, Dr. Z. Please go to our bio labs further in. We would love to see your handiwork.
2: As Vargas is saying, help, um, can I try and energy blade the door? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you definitely can. Ricky, do I have a bonus to blades or no?
1: You do. All right, so it's
2: an 11 plus 5
1: then. Hey. You stab your blade into this door, right where, like, this body is linked into it, and the skeleton starts, like, moving and twisting, and uh, you start to hear this uh, audible scream escaping its, its skeletal mouth while it rattles around. Please do not harm the scientists They are working hard
2: Vargas I'm trying to open the door This is my key
1: This is not the door for you, Dr. Z uh,
2: Do I feel any kind of give in the door at all? Or is it or is it completely just a wall to me?
1: You definitely feel like you, you put a hole in it
2: Hmm. So I could reach a hand in and uh, try and open it from the other side, maybe?
1: Yes No name Hold your arm
2: out I'm going to hold my arm out. Who's got longer arms?
3: (laughs) I mean, Dr. Z's only got one arm, so it would be a real shame to lose it, I guess. Exactly. I don't want to lose another arm. You've got four. So uh,
2: (laughs) can we we do an arm measuring (laughs) contest, please?
1: (laughs) I feel like Dr. Z's arm would have a little bit of, like, extendo properties. But but, uh, Nelvin's got uh, robotic arms as well. He's got his two natural
3: ones, then he's got two cybernetic ones. Oh, that's true. And they are sort of like, you know, like kind of skinny, skeletal um, cybernetic arms that pop out the back as well. So they kind of, they might be quite well suited to squeezing through a little hole, I
1: suppose. Yeah, yeah, they would definitely fit.
2: No name. Given that I only have this one, would you mind opening the door from here? This better
3: not be something I regret, fish.
2: 10,000
3: credits, Nelvin. <laughs> no, sorry, I keep Amen. saying Nelvin. I should be saying no name. Well, you should just keep it in character. I mean, you, Dr. Z knows the name Nelvin, so maybe he's actually correcting himself every time. Yeah, maybe.
1: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's too smart. He's like, oh, this is his name. No, wait, shit, I'm trying to be back. <laughs> exactly, aggressive. that is my game.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Nelvin glares at Dr. Z a little bit and then just sort of backs up pushing one of the um, the robot arms through the hole to, to sort of feel around blindly on the other side to see if he can open the door. Make me a strength check and a dexterity check.
4: I'm glad that's not me.
3: All so strength check we've got... Come on, Dickie. 17! Damn! It's not the worst. Yeah! All right. And dexterity, I should do, Alan. Well, I've got a bonus to it. Oh, yeah!
2: Oh, Yes! That is some good rolls. That's a 23. That's a spicy meatball.
1: So you feel something grab onto your arm. You put your arm through there and you feel something wet. Like So you have sensors on this hand to tell you hot, cold, like slimy, all that kind of stuff. And immediately your sensors tell you that there's something wet and slimy grabbing on and putting immense pressure on this arm. You've managed to rip your arm out and there's this purplish ichor that's on it. And you fall back just in time. You still take two points of damage as this skeleton starts clawing out at you, screaming, ripping uh, at you. Ouch! <laughs> Kill it. Please do in- not stick your arm in the hole. It's dangerous. I'd say everyone make me a perception check.
4: Oh, we've seen how that goes for me.
1: Oh, I rolled a net
2: 20!
3: Boop-boop-boop. I rolled a three!
2: God damn it, Taylor! <laughs> I'll do that. That's about right.
3: And I have rolled a natural 20 as well.
1: Jesus oh,
2: gross. Taylor's not in the club.
4: <laughs> nope.
1: So it makes sense because Cleo is just kind of standing there looking alarmed and you both see Cleo's backpack just glowing. <laughs> what?
2: Cleo. Oh. What's in your bag? It's glowing. What? Take it off. Quickly. Throw it to the ground.
4: Wait. Uh... uh. What? But. Oh, okay, okay. Well, my things are. Okay, y'all. Alright, and Leo's gonna take the backpack off and put it on the ground. But lightly, because all my treasures are in there and stuff. Your stuff's in there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm back away from it, too.
1: I'll open it. You see, you open it up. You find things like there's a world's best boss mug in there, (laughs) you find the, the squeaky horn. You find that there is a game of Jenga uh, and just, like, all these little things in there. And then you find, like, you know, a number of explosives. And then there's a mirror sitting there, and the mirror is uh, giving off this glow. Now, doesn't
2: that look odd? What, do you, what say you No name? Well, I'm about sick of this
3: scientist door. Already um, got three guns from the other non-gooey hands pointed at, at the, uh, the body and the door.
2: I also grow tired of any AI that thinks it's smarter than I.
1: Scanning. I am smarter.
2: Yes, well, (laughs) we'll see about that.
1: Vargas. (laughs) And I really drag the word out. Vargas. (laughs) Vargas. Do you pick this mirror up at all?
3: Uh, Ricky, if you do, then I won't. But I mean, I was was just going to start shooting at the corpse in the door, to be honest, because it just, like, you know, bit me or something.
2: I wouldn't mind picking it up, but uh, we can follow Ricky's work, uh, Ricky's play first.
1: Well we'll, well, we'll do both of them. So, Ricky, uh, go ahead and fire your firearms check.
3: Oh, that could be worse. It's a 15.
1: So you just start shooting the hell out of the skeleton in the door. Like, bits of it are flying off. You blast a part of its face off, you blast its arm off, you blast its knee. And all while this is happening, you're just unleashing hell. Dr. Z, you pick up the mirror, and you're looking at it, and you see uh, behind you on the wall is another moon. But when you turn to look at the wall, it's not there, but when you look in the mirror, it's there.
2: Okay, holding the mirror in the same position, I'll scan around for other... um Items. I am looking for, uh, I wrote it down, a sun, a planet, and an eye. You find them pretty quickly using the mirror. And where are they positioned? Uh, you find one on each wall. And where were the, the first um, items I found? They were all with the sun?
1: Oh, all around the mirror, rather? Yes. They, uh, originally, it shows uh, depictions of them all around where the mirror was. And then now using the mirror, you can actually see uh, additional ones that are on the walls.
2: I'll hold the mirror in my one hand that I have and rotate it until the symbols match each other on the mirror. Nothing seems to happen,
1: but you do at least, you can still see them. Okay. Um, Can I hold the mirror up to the door? The hole? Uh, You don't really see anything in there with it.
2: Right. Well, this is useless. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <And throw it.
0: laughs>
2: I grow tired of this A.I.'s games.
4: I'm glad you're the one with all the perception.
2: Cleo, how are those bombs going?
4: Y'all really want me to open the door with a charge?
2: I would like this door to be open. I grow tired of everything. We just need to get the credits, go back, get a nice lunch. Well,
4: now don't forget that you the one that asked me to do it. I'm gonna go wait
3: okay. in the hallway.
4: <laughs> <All> right, that's <laughs> probably a good. That's a great spot for you, <laughs> Nellie. Why don't you go too? Because
3: without a word, Nelvin's gonna kind of rather quickly sort of shuffle out into the hallway as well.
4: <laughs> go on, Nellie. Share sh- an e-cigarette,
1: Nelvin. It's quite. It's quite a tight <laughs> space for um, for Cleo to be sitting off explosives. So Cleo, you're setting up these explosives at the door and Vargas's head forms out of the wall again. Leo. Why are you setting up bombs?
4: Leo does not love the face that came out of the wall.
1: You're disappointing us, Cleo.
4: Oh. Okay. Well, she kind of bristles about it a little bit and looks away and does not say anything to it. She just looks at what she's doing, working on her little charges. And then she's just gonna say, well, you know, you had a chance to open this door. You had a chance. And and you said no. And we're just... We're, y'all sent us here. Y'all sent us on a job. We're just doing the job. We're just doing the job. And if you don't like it, well, you can help us out. But you're really not? Really not? Wouldn't even let me get a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of what kind of relationship are we building?
1: <laughs> Catering don't even supply a pizza. Yeah. We understand, Cleo. We've harmed you. You may place these bombs.
4: Oh, okay. You sure?
1: Yes. And y'all,
4: y'all hear that? We're
2: in the corridor, yo. You're on your Do- own. <laughs> <laughs> Dr.
3: zone. This is you, Cleo. Alan! Literally... Fingers in my ears. Yeah,
4: Nelvin.
3: Yeah,
2: I'm smoking a cigarette with uh with Nelvin in the corridor.
4: <laughs> well, Cleo's gonna kind of just shrug and be like, "Well, all right. They said okay then." <laughs> <And> then <laughs> Nick, do I just roll a D twenty for the build a bomb?
3: I mean, you're D twenty plus
1: five as so you build a bomb.
4: Okay, I usually have like a little button that I press that's like build an explosive.
1: The door closes to Doctor Z and Nelvin in the hall. And Cleo, you finish setting up this bomb and start moving away from it. And I imagine it's like a a button you press or something, right? To to activate the bomb?
3: Um, yes.
1: Because I I don't imagine you put a timer on yourself because that just doesn't seem great.
3: I mean, she is reckless. She has done that before, but she has many options.
4: I do love a a boom, but in this context, uh, I'm gonna definitely remote blow these because. Okay. I don't. I'm not used to being told that I'm allowed to do this. So now I'm finally feeling <laughs> a tiny
1: bit of hesitation.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's lovely. it's beautiful. You go to where Doctor Z and Nelvin are, and the door is closed and locked. And you hear a beep from your bombs as you see a number counting down from five. What would you like to do?
4: Uh,
1: Stay with us, Cleo. Okay.
4: Shit. The bomb never tries to challenge me back. (laughs) (laughs) Am I able? Do I... I don't... I know we haven't really been measuring, like, our distances here.
1: You're, like, at the door where uh, Dr. Z and Melvin are. So, like, you're, like, here. But, um... The bomb will affect you while you're in here, but... So, right now, you have the opportunity, you have about like five seconds to do something really quick.
4: Can I ask Dr. Z to pop a shield?
1: I'm smoking a cigarette.
2: Uh, can you do that through a door?
4: Yeah, well, can you stop?
2: <laughs> also, it doesn't matter that I'm smoking a cigarette because it doesn't actually go into the fishbowl, so it's just all for show.
3: <laughs> you can just hold it.
2: you just holding it where your mouth would be if the fishbowl was ahead. Exactly. I'm trying to impress Nelvin, okay? He's, he's, he's an edgy bastard. I'm trying to, you know, get his approval.
4: <laughs> well, you know what would really impress Nelvin <laughs> is if we all lived for you to fake smoke again. So I'm just going to yell, SHIELD!
1: Shield. You, and you turn around, Dr. Z, and the door is closed. Oh,
2: Vargas, vagus. And, uh, uh, quickly, uh...
3: I can't pass a shield to her through a door, can I? Nah, so it's, uh... It's like a sort of a laser projection kind of thing. So you need um,
1: need light of sight. Is there a window in this door? Is
2: yeah. there like a glass plane or
1: anything? There is, but knowing sort of space level stuff, they would protect against a lot of different kind of uh, lights trying to pass through it. So you might have troubles. You could try rolling for it though, if you want. So just like I punched my
2: fist through the other door, I'm going to try and punch my fist through this with the energy blade. Okay. okay. Oh, bloody clear. And I've rolled a 9 plus 5, so that's a 14.
1: You see, it's counting like 4, 3. You smash your fist through this window. And you hear this glass break, and it goes like 2, 1, and roll a dexterity to bring your shield up as fast as you can. Alright. It's a natural <laughs> twin. <Twitter.
4: laughs> <laughs> <Yo>. oh. <laughs> oh my god.
1: Cleo, you turn around, eyes wide, you watch as it hits zero. The explosion happens, the shield forms just in front of the flames. Fuck yeah. How much damage would your bomb do? And how much can that shield absorb?
3: Like it can absorb kind of any amount like anything more than five damage will dissipate it basically okay
1: so the shield for sure dissipates it gets real hot in here but the problem you now face is like there's this explosion you see the door is open and looking into that other room you see that there is there is this synth being and they are attached to numerous of these orange veins that are coming from the walls, as well as many wires. They have multiple limbs. They have organic limbs that are melded and fused into them. You see that there are organs outside of their body that are pulsating. As they're looking around, you see the face of Vargas on them. As they're looking, this must be the AI's place where it gathers its power, and you blast a hole through the wall as well. So then through here you now see that the like debris is getting sucked out and it's all getting like vacuumed into space as Vargas is starting to get ripped into space and uh, Cleo I need you to make me a strength check to hold on. Oh shit. Come on, Cleo.
4: It's okay. I'm good at strength.
3: <laughs> Famous last words. <laughs> you've just you've just <laughs> aliens to the sky.
4: Wait, but 13 plus 5
1: you're clutching onto this door, and you both see as Cleo is, like, gripping down... Uh, her nails are just ripping through it as this door is starting to rattle and uh, just uh, piece after piece is getting flung through you see Vargas is now like clutching on to these large veins that are stretching off of the wall they're starting to splatter as they're being ripped apart and this purplish blood is falling down onto the ground, they have this wide eyed look as their wires are being ripped out and being detached while they're desperately trying to clutch to a console Uh, One more strength check, Cleo.
2: While I see that, can I uh, open communications with Vargas and be like, Vargas,
1: I'm a bit busy.
2: (laughs) Yes, what was that, Vargas, about you being smarter than I?
1: I didn't say luckier.
2: I live with Cleo every day and I'm still alive. You've met her for, I don't know, ten minutes? Goodbye.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And one last roll Cleo.
4: Fourteen.
1: So you are just holding on as uh, you see Vargas gets ripped into space and just starts floating away and more of this debris is coming through and it eventually clogs this hole, but you fall down and like as you your feet hit back onto the ground, Cleo, the door kind of comes with you and you just kind of fall back down and you're holding onto this door. <laughs> and Dr. Z and Nelving are standing there Dr. Z your smoke has been put out Yes well I was done with it anyway
2: Oh <laughs> Oh okay <laughs>
1: see a lot of the rubble has been cleared out of this room. There's actually uh, somewhat of a pathway leading through. Oh, wow. Try one sec, I just gotta fix the lighting. Because I didn't expect you to blow up the
2: wall. <laughs> well, welcome, to the, <laughs> welcome to the bastard. <laughs> I really should've. Oh, I love that, though. That was so...
3: God, it a- that was so lucky to roll a natural 20. Oh, I knew giving giving characters no, the ability to make themselves an explosives expert would lead to problems to solve mm. it's because Cleo has almost okay. blown up the entire party a few
2: times but thank you so much Cleo for helping me be smarter than uh, Vargas
1: <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> point proven <laughs> <laughs> so there is, there is now that doorway so you can kind of like go through here to the next area I say we see what the thing was hiding.
2: I say we pick up Cleo. And, uh, rush over and try and, uh, move the door off her and, uh, and pat her down and check that she's okay.
1: Hair's real poofy. Uh, it doesn't seem like there was any damage from the, the whirlwind. Oh, Cleo.
4: Poofy's good.
2: The new haircut,
1: um, suits you.
4: <laughs> they call that a blowout, I think.
3: Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the one of the definitions. Yes,
4: I've heard about it. Yeah, that, this is yeah. This is what that is. I think this one was for free. <laughs> well, let's go. So, what
1: would you like to do? There's the room where Vargas was, and there is the pathway now that has been cleared out. Well, like the
2: smartass I am, I'm going to go to the room where Vargas was and try and investigate there.
4: Yeah, okay, I'm going to come uh, too.
1: Go ahead and roll me something.
2: My uh, my priorities have shifted from finding a body to proving that I was right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's a twelve. What type of role is this going to be?
1: It's like an investigation. Okay, yeah. So just a a straight twelve then you're looking around here, a lot of the machinery that was in here for Vargas has been ripped out and obviously the synth had a lot of this information just in their head mm. you do still find a few servers that are intact there's still a few consoles that are here everything is covered in that purplish flesh but uh, these things still seem to be accessible and there is still power in this room
2: mm. alright, I'll I'll uh, I'll stay and investigate further then um, what would you other two like to do?
4: I would like to stay right behind Doctor Z.
2: <laughs> oh, Cleo,
3: <laughs> you cutie!
4: <laughs> in case the face comes back,
3: over you, Nelvin. I'm gonna uh, vaguely, cautiously, you know, with, like, with a gun pointing in most directions, <laughs> uh, head through the newly opened passage and just peek on in. Sure.
1: Uh, so Nelvin, you sort of walk through this area and you're, you're peeking through the newly opened passage into this hallway and you see the whole area is heavy in this growth. You see teeth and arms, legs, everything sticking out of the walls. These mouths are kind of chattering to each other and just gibberish. You see there is a door that is completely locked on uh, your left-hand side. Wait, so there's still mouths on the walls, like, chittering and chattering? Yep. Ugh! And you see that there is, uh... Further down this hallway, there is a number of doors, and then, like, a hallway leading down. But you see the, the door that is locked is not very far from you.
3: Very, like, curious to, um... To spot that there's there's still things being growing on this wall. I, I sort of guessed that, that Vargas had, um... It linked his artificial intelligence with this growth, but it seems to still be operating. So I'm keeping a, like a really close eye on the walls. That's my, my
1: prime concern now. It's, it's already already hurt me once. Mm-hmm. So you're you have all arms out, all guns out, and just watching everything like a hawk.
2: Oh, it's like it's like that robot from the um, uh, the Mandalorian with his guns pointing in every direction.
1: Dr. Z and Cleo, you're looking through here. You managed to actually connect to one of the terminals. You are getting... There is so much information that is pouring through here. This being, they're codenaming the replicant. They seem to just keep growing and growing more parts. It doesn't matter what kind of surgery they do on it, what kind of operations they do. This being just keeps growing back. And they they seem to be immortal. It When you use... Cold, like cold, type effects on it. It seems to temporarily stop the regeneration process, but uh, using anything else, like fire or like even like beam weapons, that kind of stuff, it just seems to keep growing back. Right. You find that when this being was brought in, it was brought in fully conscious and was even trying to communicate with the scientists, but the scientists were ignoring the communication and still just operating on it
2: can i open up any logs of communication
1: uh yeah we'll say like there's a video file they have you see there is this wraith that is uh they're kind of like flicking at this needle and they say operation 347 we have the replicant here they are conscious And as you can see here, they've already grown back one of their legs. And you can see this replicant, it looks to be at least eight feet tall. It has these, uh, it has four long arms that end in three fingered clawed hands. A long spiny tail. It has long legs that end in these uh, three-toed feet. It has these wings that are on its back. It has an insect-like head. With six eyes, and it has—it's a it's very long and wide, with numerous sets of mandibles. You can hear it saying, "Like, stop,
0: please. Why are you doing this? I'll tell you whatever you need to know. My people, we were highly advanced. Please, I can—I can help you. Your primitive technologies—you don't need to do this."
1: And you see the scientist just inject something into the replicant as they cry out in pain. We will now attempt once more to harvest the organs and the video cuts out.
3: Oh, sucker! Yeah.
1: And you just see this little logo, like, BioLife, and a little smiley face. <laughs> I, like, smile at...
2: I, I do what I can to smile. I mean, Cleo and I have been partners for a long time, so I, she, I, I'm i assuming that she would understand a smile when I look at her, and I, I do my smiley shrug, and I go, Cleo, I really thought this place was a supermarket. I'm never eating anything from this company again.
4: Cleo... It's just like nobody can keep me from eating what I want. <laughs>
1: That's the message you take away from. Um,
2: <laughs> is there any more kind of like one last fuck you I can do to Vargas from this uh,
1: from Vargas's home? I mean, Vargas is completely disconnected from the network. You, they were clearly just a synth that were hooked up, and they were kind of functioning like an AI, but basically they they were just hired to be the network admin. And then it just seems like they, they fused with a lot of the stuff.
2: Oh, I know what I'd like to do. Turn on lights. All right. I hate... I've been watching um, a lot of Netflix lately, as we all have, <laughs> because of corona. Um, <laughs> and every time, the detective walks into the room and doesn't turn the light switch on. And it's so annoying. So um, I will turn the light switch on. So you turn on the light.
4: What happened exactly to the remnants of the mirror.
1: Ooh, smart. They, uh, so the last person who had it, oh yeah, Dr. Z threw it on the ground, there was an explosion, it got sucked oh, through a hole. fuck.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I see.
1: I feel like uh, we might have bypassed its requirement
3: anyway by blowing a hole through the wall.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's players free. You set up a puzzle and they're like, nope. The, the objective of the puzzle, you had to press, you just had to press the the images like go up to the wall and press Oh, <laughs> you, you looked at it you saw it and you're like ah, fuck <laughs> this <laughs> let's
2: blow it up I was thinking like uncharted rules you know like just line them up in a
1: compass style and
2: then everything activates <laughs>
1: like, this ain't missed in actual plays you have to make the puzzles really easy <laughs> yeah. for the listener and so the like, guy was like okay all they have to do is yeah. touch it <laughs> and you're like no we're blowing up <laughs> hey. the room
3: I mean my my assumption was to touch it but I was just but, yeah I was uh, staying quiet since Nel Nelvin couldn't see them so you yeah, know shouldn't <laughs> Oh I'm sorry for fucking it up but
1: yeah <laughs> no, it's okay. Ah, blowing, blowing a up. hole into
3: space is much more dramatic. You created
2: a really cool moment. I'm sorry, I didn't realize it. I'm, <laughs> I, I realize I am an idiot now, but I, I really thought just lining it up like a compass was like the thing. And when it didn't work, I just genuinely was like, "Well, it must be nothing. <laughs> this must be <laughs> this must be a piece of trash." <laughs> Lucas hot tips.
1: Lucas hot tips. Lucas hot tips. Here is a rad hot tip for all you DMs out there. Your players are going to (laughs) overthink everything.
4: Uh Oh my god, (laughs) we did that.
1: What you need to do is search up children's puzzles, and your players will be stumped. (laughs) You will have the simplest kids' puzzles out there, and they will not figure it out. But you won't have to put a lot of work into it. Lucas's Hot Tips
4: every time this kind of shit happens I'm just going to be like we just got Lucas." <laughs> exactly <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean that's a good trick
4: let's be honest though without Devin mm-hmm. it is all too hard
3: <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, oh, he the was the
2: only three. one who would ever <laughs> solve
3: anything <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm looking forward to him
3: coming back <laughs> Now that he's moved. He might be able to put two and two together in these places and stuff. He might have yeah. known what was up with Vesper. Um right, um I am gonna call um call doctor on the uh, the doctor on the radio and be like, that you doctor and the lights turn on.
2: Yeah, it was us. Just trying to say one last fuck you to the Vargas.
3: Alright then. I'm gonna keep on hunting.
2: Be sure to let us know if you find any trouble. And stay away from the walls. They're very hungry. And, and, and don't touch the goo thing. That was
1: gross. So are you just heading off on your own, Melvin? and then you two are going to hang out here at the computers? I mean, for now. I'm, I mean, I'm
3: certainly going to ad- advance ahead of them, like okay. peeking down the corridor and seeing seeing what I'm
1: seeing. So there is the locked door behind you, and then down the corridor, yeah, you see a number of other rooms. Ooh. Rupert. Whichever way you'd like to go.
3: So I guess as I come by, I'm just going to pop... Yeah, you know, like... like Kind of, like, pull open the door and point a gun into each room as I go past.
1: They seem to just be covered in these growths. And uh, it looks like a lot of these were just, like, sleeping quarters. As you're walking by. And you're opening them up and there's little mouths, like, laughing. And you're like... <laughs> as you're, like, walking by. And it's unnerving because they keep, like, kind of trying to snap at you. They can't reach you. But it's still weird they keep forming in and out of the walls floors ceilings the the odd time like a tongue will try to reach out towards you and just slap it away this is kind of like the thing crossed with Evil Dead
3: 2 I feel like also (laughs) crossed with uh, the labyrinth uh, she chills down
2: she chills down
1: (laughs) (laughs) this is what you're finding is there's like really uh, it seems like this is where a lot of the crew was living in this area doesn't seem to be anyone living here no more. So, Dr. Z and Cleo, you go through the rest of the computer. It seems like a lot of this has been damaged, though, because of the explosion and space trying to eat all of it. Can we roll a perception? Yes. What are you looking for?
4: Well, I am going to use my bare instincts to see if I can smell... Anything that would aid us. Are we still? Are we, <laughs> fellow players? <laughs> Do we still give a shit about this body?
2: Well, yeah, because we, that's how we're going to get
3: our ten grand. Yeah, we want the credits. I mean,
4: okay, yeah, just just checking.
3: Nelvin spent an entire week with you guys. You know, traveling with you guys rather than going back to his own ship in order to get these credits. So he's uh, he's he's pretty. No, there's, uh um, there's sunk losses in this. He's, he's pretty committed to finishing the job.
4: Nelly is pretty thirsty.
3: And from my point of view, I was just in
2: this right. room to try and prove a point to another AI that uh, I'm smarter than them. <laughs>
4: so... Great. Well, I was going to do a perception to see if I could, like, sniff out anything in this room that would help us get back on the body trail.
1: Hmm. Yeah, go ahead and roll it.
4: Great. It's a one, so... Never mind.
1: I was going to give you a plus five. <laughs> uh, you start trying to smell stuff, and your face gets too close to a wall, and this tongue just comes out and licks your nose, and it's fucking gross. And now your nose actually kind of burns. It's hard to smell things right now.
4: I'm going to do that thing that bears do where they try to like wipe their nose, but their their hands can't really do it. <laughs>
1: oh. Yeah. Your salmon's just on the ground flopping as you're trying exactly. to you know, wipe your nose off.
4: I know everybody <laughs> here has seen this reaction. Yeah. Like, when they get into a bee nest and the bees hurt them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're watching Nature of Things with David Suzuki. Like, you're gonna you're gonna see what happens to these bears. Completely. David Suzuki, we're European, thank you. We, David... Attenborough.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Wine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um- <laughs> Listen... I'm in Canada. I'm gonna talk about Canadian yeah. scientists. Damn it!
4: I'll 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 buy into that. Yeah. Um. Canadians no bears. Sorry. <laughs> they
1: do. They do.
4: <laughs> but I'm gonna do also like a. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, poor Cleo.
1: So you, you hear this, dark Z, and it kind of like snaps you out of your like you're like trolling. You're like making stupid backgrounds yeah. on this computer. Like that ah, Vargas sucks. <laughs> you know. Oh wait, what? <laughs>
2: I'll grab a, um... You said there were, like, some servers in this room, so I'll just grab one of the servers for, like, continued trolling later on.
1: You know how big a server is, eh? Oh, I don't. That's, like, the size
2: of, like, a person. Oh, right, okay, no, I don't... I do not grab that.
1: <laughs> so you have to
3: drag that around with you? <laughs> I mean, you can. <laughs> nope, I'll, uh...
4: A little baby server.
3: <laughs> Seems like more more effort than he's worth, yeah? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, definitely more effort than he's worth. I was, I was hoping to just do some... <laughs>
4: Hey, you can run one game of Arc off of a comp- one computer. Yeah. So.
2: No, no, it's all right. I'll um, I'll, I'll leave it to I'll, I'll leave <laughs> Vargas to it then. He's he's, he's he is bested. And uh, as I walk past Cleo, can I spray her nose with some type of medical spray to clear her up? Yeah. I mean, it's more story than anything, but yeah, just <laughs> spray her nose and be like,
4: "Let me get that Neosporin."
1: You find some biotech Claritin, and you just kind of yeah. spray it. It's turning more and more into like outer worlds with all these <laughs> really themed corporations. So, are you going to enter into the hallway where Nelvin is?
2: Yeah, I guess I'll quickly say to Cleo, like, Cleo, you are right. <laughs> okay, then,
1: Cleo. I'll
2: uh, walk on down and uh, stop when I see this locked door.
1: So this door mm-hmm. here is locked. And then you do see... Because all the lights are on. So you see Nelvin down there, like, poking in rooms with his guns.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've i seen him. He's capable. I've seen him win a dance dance battle. Uh, and, uh... <laughs> which is what you'll hear from the uh, Seth episode from Cheaper by the Dungeon. And,
1: uh... Yeah. Oh, I'm excited it's for really that. Good. That's hilarious. Uh,
2: and so, you know, I think Nelvin's got this. He's got, like, four arms, four guns. He's good. I'll, uh... I'll investigate this door.
1: So we're going to enter something called a skill challenge. Have you all done that before? Nope.
4: I don't think so.
1: So normally in like D&D or other games, um, the skill challenge basically it has uh, a few rounds to it. So like for instance, this one will have three. And basically it's like uh, a really bad situation's going on, but instead of just doing like basic rolls... It really opens up the field to creativity on the player's side. So like the first round, uh, the DC is 10. And then the second round, the DC is 11. The third round, the DC is 12. So basically, you need uh, like two successes to get through each. And then you'll just take turns going through it. So uh, for instance, like uh, an example of a skill challenge would be like, you're riding in a cart and bandits are coming up. And so like each turn, it's like, what do the players do? Like a player will be like, oh, okay, I noticed there's like, uh, we have a giant a thing of oil in the back of the cart, so I throw it over the cart to try to trip one of the bandits, and they would just roll a skill. And if they got over the DC of like ten, then it's an automatic success. So it lets you do really crazy things with a lower DC and it lets you be creative on solving a problem. But if you keep failing that challenge, then really bad things happen. Oh shit! Oh, what? So it kind of like
4: <laughs> it's <laughs> like setting
1: up for a scene. Let's do it. The first DC is ten so what you need is just two successes it could be from anyone and we'll we'll do kind of like an initiative for this I guess just to, so we have like a turn order as a two. Four. one
4: Ricky you have to get oh my god in. oh my god, oh my god.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's good we rolled out our bad dice now it's nice Cleo Dr. Z gets over to this door and starts looking at it, and you watch as Nelvin has his guns out and looks down at the corner of this hallway, and you see that suddenly all these hands and mouths and legs just start like rippling out, almost like it's a tidal wave, towards Nelvin. Oh, shit! And Nelvin is like suddenly wide-eyed and looking at all of you. Uh, what do you do to try to help now, it could be anything. You could be, like, shooting at something. You could, like, hell, you can find a foldable chair and just, like, whip it at the wave of limbs coming your way. Anything you'd like to do, be as creative as you'd like.
4: I just went through my little file to look at my weapons, and then I forgot. It's not very creative to shoot, but I know that I'm good at that.
1: <laughs> It'll help. You can totally do it. Yeah, that's totally fine. Shoot your shot.
4: Okay, what I would like to do, then is I would like to build explosive. Okay. And I would like to attach it to the ceramic bowl that is now shellacked in bran dust and steak. <laughs> and I would like to throw nice.
3: it. skid it down the hallway. And
4: I'm hoping that what it will do is become a particle bomb that will shrapnel this thing. With poison damage from the food,
1: <laughs> I love it.
4: Great, it's a five, so never mind.
1: But you you get a plus five from making your explosives, so you did get a ten technically. Oh, there we so go. you did beat it. Not wow. a lot. Tight.
4: Snaps.
1: You hurl this bull. It sails literally, pat- like it kind of like bumps off Nelvin's helmet, and it just like keeps going sailing. And it explodes, and these shrapnels just start spraying all into these hands, and they are twisting and writhing. And Nelvin, you are running from this, and it goes to Doctor Z. Is there a control panel anywhere nearby that I can uh, try and like this hallway that we're in? Yeah, we'll say you you can find a panel, no problem. So, like, you can create the narrative here. Think of it almost like you're stepping in the DM's shoes. So you can say, I, I see there's a control panel here, and this is what I do.
3: It's also, it's a sentient thing, isn't it? So you could potentially do something telepathic with it. Oh, good good thinking, actually,
2: yeah. Um, I'll reach out telepathically, then, and try and uh, understand what's happening and uh, why it's attacking Elvin. Okay. So it's a seven, but it's... Uh, plus five man those plus fives and negative five fives must be fucking you up right now lucas (laughs) you all
1: uh you all are rolling so bad okay so you you do make it and so you you kind of like send this ripple of thought out like reaching out like what why are you doing this what's happening and these things start twisting and contorting you feel fear Fear of you Fear of Cleo Fear of Nelvin Like these things are terrified of you coming in here And murdering them And uh, we're stepping up to the next phase Since you guys got two successes We go to the next phase So the DC is now 11 And what happens is The two rooms near Nelvin while you're running Suddenly the backs of each of the rooms just rip open into space and just like uh, stuff starts getting sucked out of them, Melvin, uh, what would you like to do? Uh, assuming one of them has like a greater
3: pull on me, and I'm getting pulled towards one of them, or uh...
1: Uh, it's it's kind of almost like an equal, like it just with both of them being like that, it's almost like you're lucking out. But if you like slipped and fell a little bit towards one of them, it would definitely be suddenly a greater pull.
3: All right. Well, I'm gonna. I'm going to open up my arms into a sort of a star-like shape in the hopes that I can sort of, like, grapple into any doors like a spider <laughs> and, um, and just try and sprint back to
1: the party. Okay, sure.
4: Oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, that's embarrassing.
2: <laughs> oh, no,
1: that's, that's weird. It's a four. You watch as Nelvin is slipping back, and you see all of his arms are out. He's crawling and moving them, and then the arms on, like, the walls are, like, grabbing onto his hand and, like, pushing them up and he's tumbling back towards this tidal wave. And, Nelvin, you take one point of damage as they're just clawing at you and you're falling back. And we go to Cleo. So, Cleo, you see Nelvin is not doing good, and that tidal wave is approaching him fast.
4: Okay. Is it possible for me to sprint to him, or is he too far away?
1: Hell yeah. Yeah, you can totally do
4: that. I'm going to try to, like, sprint to him and and see if I can get... One of his arms and pull him. Okay. And I got a 17.
2: Nice, Cleo. I'm loving it.
1: So this bear is running at you, Nelvin. You turn around like, what? And you hear like this is there. It's coming towards you. You Grab onto one of your arms and you're being dragged along quite ferociously as, like, you still feel the section is coming towards you. And Dr. Z, you see them running and they've made it about like halfway throughout the hallway. You see that tidal wave is still close behind them and you can hear the the sound of strained metal as you're guessing these other two living spaces are about to have the same thing happen Mm -hmm. to the other two where their backs came off and sucking space
2: I uh, try and override the doors and try and close all doors apart from the one that I'm standing next to I just want to shut and lock down like you know like in um, uh, FTL you can just lock down doors Mm -hmm. yeah definitely
1: there would definitely be those kind of procedures.
2: Yeah, so I'm going to try and do that. I've rolled 11 plus 5. That'll be a 16.
1: So you managed to successfully close these doors as you just hear the other sounds the backs flying off. And now there's not that suction anymore that's pulling at Cleo and Nelvin. And we get into the last phase, DC-12 and you see that the floor is actually starting to collapse and there's these giant mouths that are just biting and chomping down as this wave is ever approaching and the floor is just like collapsing more and more and more as it comes towards each of you and we start with Melvin
2: Duck, you damn jellyfish! Alright, I completely listened to him and I, I
3: crashed up and I'm just going to try and blast blast the locked door behind
1: Dr. Z with my pistols. Okay, we'll go ahead and roll it. 17. So you fire a shot. And it just zips right through. You see this bolt hit right into the door as you hear this little... And the door clicks open. It starts sliding open. And Dr. Z, you're, you're standing there. The light is spilling into this room that is otherwise dark. And it goes to Cleo. So Cleo, you are Bear Dragon Nelda.
4: Hey, I'm just trying to, like, summon some bear brute strength. Pull back.
1: Just, like, charge. Do that now, Open door.
4: I'm just, yeah, I'm gonna do, I'm just gonna charge. I'm gonna summon all of my bear fury. And it's a nine, so, uh-oh.
1: Plus five because it would be strength.
3: Hey,
4: true, true.
3: I thought that's what that's
1: what you were angling <laughs> for. I, you
3: said the word strength. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
4: I know, but I forgot. Taylor I <laughs> forgot.
2: forgot
1: what her strengths were.
2: <laughs> it's in the name.
1: <laughs> so you are pulling Melvin, and he's like rattling around behind you, almost like a like a rag. <laughs> and you go, and Doctor Z is standing there, like, wait, what? And you tackle into Doctor Z, as you all three just roll into this room. And the door slams behind you. All three of you kind of look up from the ground that you're laying on. You see this room is pulsing like a heart. And just like the wall is beating just slowly, bit by bit. And looking over, you see a large throne made out of these tumors and gross arms, legs, eyes, snapping mouths. The being that's sitting on it is at least eight feet tall. They have four large arms that end in three-fingered hands, each with sharp claws. They have two long, spindly legs and a spiny tail. Their head looks insectoid, wider and longer than a human head, six eyes glaring at you. And you hear this sound coming through their mouth as their mandibles click. I see.
0: BioLife
1: has sent the Vanguard.
0: Do not attack.
2: I wish to speak with you. Oh bloody hell! <laughs> when are we gonna get an easy job? I thought ten thousand in, out. It's a grocery. Ugh.
4: Hey, just let's hear him out. Let's hear him out. Maybe he, maybe he got the keys to the, to the pizza room.
2: Do you have the keys to the pizza room? Yes. Oh, here we go. Clear. Small Vic.
3: Small
4: victory. Shh, shh, everybody. Shh. Let him. Let him talk. Let him talk.
3: Now look here.
4: Nelly. Damn it.
3: Big guy, you've heard the offer we've been given. Ten grand to bring you in. Can you beat it? <laughs> yes. Oh,
1: mm-hmm. They get up from their throne, towering over all of you as you're still kind of on the ground. They gently walk from it. They reach down a hand and start to help each of you up. Greed, yes. That is the language of this day and age.
0: When I, my people existed, the language was knowledge, innovation. But now it all seems to rely on these credits, this concept you've created to enslave yourselves to. If it's greed you desire, I may be able to assist you.
2: Well, now I'm starting to think that Vargas wasn't the biggest smartass on the station.
4: (laughs) Oh no, Dr. Z about to challenge somebody else.
3: (laughs) He's he's got a bit of an ego on him, doesn't he, Dr. Z?
4: The peeing commences. Of course, he's, you know, he hangs out with- A little bit. He
2: hangs out with the strongest bear That's he knows, what he and is. He hangs out with, um so he hangs out with a strong bear, hangs out with a fucking decommissioned military commandant, and is still managing to try and find his own place. So yeah. And
4: and, and Clint Eastwood with four arms. Exactly. So yeah, what do you expect?
3: <laughs> now I know you're asking yourself. Did I empty the blaster cartridges on all four of my blaster pistols?
1: <laughs> Do you feel lucky?
3: <laughs> Do
0: ya? <you?
1: laughs> yes. You see they wave a hand and your your blasters, three of them light up red, showing empty cartridges in one green. <laughs> yes. I have no desire to fight.
0: My people were wiped out. I... ...was simply trying to regrow my race. All I ask is that you let me try in peace. I will give you a body to send to them.
2: Well, that works for exactly what we need. And from my quite shallow scans of Vargas... Turns out we need to keep it in a fridge. There was one in the cafeteria...
0: Yes, this can be arranged.
1: And you see out of the wall, it's just like the flesh is crawling and forming and twisting as it creates another version of the Replicant's body that just collapses down to the ground.
0: I believe this will be sufficient.
2: I mean, it could even be less than that, really. Like, Faden they, they weren't too specific.
3: Well now, that's a neat trick. I could have work for you if you, uh, need any credits yourself.
0: Your arms, they're artificial. Do you wish for them to be real?
4: <laughs>
0: Ooh, that's, Ooh. A, that's a scary
3: charged question, isn't it? Ooh. <laughs> wow, Dick, you're getting
2: DM'd by a DM? This is like an actual <laughs> level up moment
3: for you. <laughs> looking back at them and then like suspiciously narrow-eyed up at the uh, the replicant now just what do you mean
0: punk i mean that i would give life to these artificial husks that you've attached to your body i would give them strength i would give your mind the ability to manipulate them as though they were your own arms and what exactly is the catch simply do not tell
3: others of this facility I gotta sort of look at look at the other two and be like, you people are right with this.
4: I have too many questions. Like, this thing is the replicant, and we know from that little video clip that we saw that he is probably the, you know, whatever's left of the crap that happened here. Yeah. And he's offering us, like, a pretty decent deal. Like, I'll just... I'm not gonna fight you or hurt you. I am going to fix that one's arms, I'm gonna give you a body to take back so that you can collect your money. Easy. Well, and there's no...
1: There's no catch.
4: There's no catch? Like...
1: He just won't... Well, think about it. He got tortured for how long and all he wants is to bring his people back and be left alone.
4: Okay, let's hear it.
2: I have no trouble with this deal. And... When you feel strong enough, feel free to reach out to us, the best mercenary company in the universe. We can help with any future grievances you might have with previous employers. I didn't quite like Vargas, and Bio Company. I'm not ordering from them again.
1: And I'll hand over a business card. (laughs) You reach out with this business card, and like hands just form, and it's almost like a wave as they pass this card towards the replicant as they they take it and look it over
4: I just saw that in like a video in my head yeah I will contact you
1: but do
2: not ever touch my robotic body it is perfect unlike you and I'll
1: uh, I'll leave (laughs) 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 he he looks towards Nelvin do you wish for help let's get this over with then we'll keep quiet at our end the replicant walks forward, and it's like a solemn grace as they step over these These hands sort of like flow outward while they're walking. Each time they step and their foot leaves, you see this mutated life spring forward, and you see as they put two of their hands just on your elbows of your two mechanical arms, you watch as flesh begins to form over them. First, you watch as calcium builds up and creates the bone of what was the mechanical structure before, and you watch then the muscle and sinew all start to form throughout these arms, and then the skin and layers of fat form over it. Wow. And you can feel them. You feel them as if it was your own two hands. It's completely connected, it's seamless, there's no metal left.
3: Holy. <laughs>
0: My people were healers and creators.
3: We were not warriors. I so see sort of like twitching and like trying to look back at them with a, like a kind of a sort of a grimace of, of distaste at the, um, at the the sensation of having the appendages. Like it's, they've always been very nifty to have to fire extra guns. But um, suddenly it's almost like a little bit of a, a regret to sort of um, to have this full sensation. It's like, oh, this is... <laughs> This, this is, uh...
1: <laughs> it's all too real. It's a lot. Mmm. And it, it takes a minute for your brain to adjust, right? Like, at first, you kind of, like... You're like, no, those aren't mine, those aren't mine, and, like, you're kind of, like, you don't like it, and then your brain starts to slowly click, and then it just becomes, okay. This is... This is a part of me. Now
0: I must ask if you could please take this body
3: and leave. You know the... The people who send us might send others.
0: I wouldn't stay here too long. I will leave once I have gained my strength. I am still recovering from what they did to me. I will contact you if I'm in need of assistance. Well, damn!
3: Adjusting my uh, my duster coat, and sort of, you know, realizing I'm going to need to um need to adjust it to have uh, extra full length sleeves because this is just not the right fashion choice to have these two. Muscular arms sticking out the back now.
1: So the body is prepared into a freezer. It's set up for... To easily be hauled onto your ship. You see there's strange creatures that come out that look kind of humanoid, but they have, like, engorged arms or their legs are too long. It just seems like it's not quite right. And there's, like, a lot of growth all over them. They, they haul this onto your ship and set it there for you and then leave... And you're all kind of standing on the dock of this place with the Replicant. And they look towards all of you.
0: Was there anything else I could do for you? You freed me from Vargas.
2: I will say if you ever find Vargas again, let me know so that I can defeat him and destroy him utterly
3: and completely. That bastard shall never return. <laughs> I mean, he really shouldn't have told Dr. Z he was smarter, should he? No. No. Should not. <laughs> I shall.
1: So the other thing they load onto the ship is a food replicator able to create whatever kind of bio-life food that you could ever want. <laughs> and it's it's set up That's now key on your to ship. the pizza room. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Okay, I'm going to solemnly move forward. My head bowed. And I'm going to produce from my pack, horn from the intern, and present it to the replicant.
1: They take this horn and hold it up to their face. They, like, smell it a little bit and are looking over it. You, who are two
0: trapped in one, I thank you for this gift,
1: and I hope
0: that you find a way to separate yourself
4: and be you once more. Yo just, like, wipes a tear. (laughs) So beautiful. And walks backward to the ship, very grandly. (laughs) (laughs) It's too serious to even talk. Oh, that's so (laughs)
2: beautiful, though. That was so nice. And fucking shoutouts to you, Lucas, for knowing that about Cleo's character.
4: I know for real.
1: As the three of you, you get onto the ship and you take off from this small asteroid in this part of unknown space. You meet up at strange coordinates with these BioLife employees, handing off this casket, getting this 10000 and splitting it, although there was at least a five-hour argument of who would get the one credit remaining. You split up this amount of money, evenly between three people. As we look back at the BioLife employees who are inside their ship, starting to head back inside their kingdom. They pass through clearance, through bribes, and corrupt officials. They make it to one of their main buildings. Grand spires reach through the clouds of this alien planet as they bring this shipment into the facility. Numerous executives smile, surgically lengthened smiles as they look down at this casket, as the casket is slowly opened, and this mist rolls out, and as they all look at each other, thinking, what a great job they've all done to help BioLife, the eyes of the replicant open.
2: <laughs> oh, I got chills! I got serious chills! <laughs> oh! That is cool.
4: Ooh, I love that- it. Oh,
2: Lucas, you're gonna have to come Damn. back in like a month or two. Yeah, we, we have to continue the story. I hope y'all enjoyed that. <laughs> oh.
4: I feel like I was just in a DreamWorks movie.
3: That was so cool! I do like this guy. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, a uh, you know, like I said, about, a noble, lost kind. It's, um... Oh, and you accepted a gift from him. It's amazing.
1: I'm glad this went way different than I thought it would. Come on, please tell us. How did you think it was going to go? Really thought you were going to try to shoot him, honestly, (laughs) because of the Backwater (laughs) Bastard style. Uh, I mean, often it is Evan who shoots (laughs) first. (laughs) Yes, Herodotus ain't here,
2: (laughs) but... um... (laughs)
1: There was a half of the facility that you um, chose not to go through, and that's fine. I just had it set up just in case you did go there. Oh, tell us what was in there. There was a security guard that was completely mutated who would have attacked you on sight, because they were just a sentry. And there was a a biolab that had three different forms of creatures that were being created to try to create a better life form. And if you would have failed your hacking check, if you wanted to investigate it, all three would have been released. Ooh. There was also a, a hospital room set up where uh, four beds were set up and scientists were laying on them. And there was the large orange veins over their faces. They basically had them on life support and was using their information to create more creatures. And if you would have tried to take them off life support, they would have died, but they would have been able to talk to you for a short amount of time. And there was one room that was covered in these symbols, that, like, all this, like, ancient blood magic, and what it kind of showed you that, like, there's some species out there that might have more psychically innate powers that can, that seem to be strangely geared towards fighting the replicant. Wow. Mm.
2: Well, I'd love that we've left it how it is, because it means that you've now got our business card, and you can let us know when you want to do another episode. Hell
3: yeah, I'd love to play this character and come back. Well, I love, this, this. this uber-powerful sort of demi-god kind of creature out there that's sort of like, you know, we've uh, we've helped it out, but it's it's not necessarily up to any good, you know? Like,
1: yeah, it's well, it's not, like, evil. It's just it wants to survive, right? And it, it's doing it the best it can.
2: And, hey, we're available to work for credits,
1: so, you know, call us up.
4: It's fighting the man.
1: That's right. And it's not a warrior race, so... I like it oh I
2: love that and like I was so happy with my lucky fucking role of 20 when Cleo was being attacked and I got oh to my punch God. my fist through the wall and just that was good I mean look I, I love I love Cleo and Dr. Z's relationship and I love being able to be the uh, I told you so type character to Cleo's recklessness and uh, you know punching my fist through the wall and being able to cast a shield oh it was good <laughs>
1: I, I really enjoyed it. You all play so well. I mean I've I listened to the the whole other campaign. Like I, I love the DMing that, that Dick's been setting up. Like the, the way that you set up these stories and like you you take these people that aren't necessarily these overpowered heroes, they're just They're people who end up in these situations. And they're like, we have to do this because, I mean, we kind of like stumbled into destiny. And they're they're taking these steps to uh, deal like with these ultra powerful beings. But they're just, Mm. they were people. It wasn't like a grand heroes that could like, you know, destroy half a city or something like that. And then it's kind of the same feeling with this new system.
2: I've always quite enjoyed it. Yeah. Like Hakes just wanted to steal stuff. Uh, Baron just wanted to drink and be comfortable Blaznak just wanted to prove that he was strong Cedric just wanted money and wealth
3: and uh, yeah I think it's quite interesting as well like, giving like players who weren't min maxes, giving them fucking like, what were technically quite overpowered artifacts and you know like under the assumption that they're not really going to use them to their full potential mm. I mean Cedric never used his, his uh, Disc of Life
2: he never used it he had it in his inventory the entire time and we never found out through the entire fucking 70 episodes of that campaign (laughs) what it did he used it to make his god arm (laughs) Mm -hmm. that was it though that was kind of like an accidental use as well it was just kind of like a
1: yeah, but still Oh, this this was a lot of fun I hope you all enjoyed uh, walking through my weird space station because I love this stuff oh this episode has been great oh I loved it, it's bloody spooky
4: that was awesome
2: this has been such a fun couple of hours. Oh, I've been on the edge oh, of my seat
3: the entire time. It's a serious privilege to be able to like play, like because like real, I yeah I, I find it. I think I, every now and then I try and find a D and D group, like sort of just in London or something, and I'm always like, <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I get that. Would have Dungeon Master so much different than that? this you know like I mean I would have Dungeon mastered it differently, but like I, I ain't got no complaints. You know, like it's been really fun. Oh, it's been great. And I love that there's half a map that we didn't explore as well.
2: Like, we blew up a wall. Like, it's classic bastards. Cleo managed to blow up a wall.
1: We managed to uh, bullshit our way through part of it. You spent more time in other rooms that I didn't expect as much, but you spent less time in rooms that I expected you to be in longer.
2: Well, oh, I only just realized. Bloody Lucas has managed to make uh nelvin's arms canon now now nelvin's arms are actually real arms Mm. you're a human with four arms nelvin you feel fleshy and good that's so cool that's so cool i hope you weren't planning for dr z to do that or or cleo to do that because uh
1: no i I did not i tried on purpose not to affect heavy storyline stuff like i felt like nelvin's arms was a a minor enough thing that i could do that wouldn't necessarily be like a huge ripple (laughs) across uh, dick's storyline that he's trying to tell because i would have went like hey i'll get you out of that bear form like that's that's too much like i'm just stepping in but when you did say it my first
2: (laughs) reaction was like we need to get reese involved in this reese could become like a babylon five like the no sorry like farscape like, <laughs> Reese could become the living ship, <laughs> you know? Like,
4: <laughs> I mean, Reese has a food replicator now, so, I mean, here we are. We've arrived.
1: That, see, that's the big piece of, uh, I mean, yeah, you need to get some money, but the main thing you bring into the story is you got a food replicator. Oh, that's
3: brilliant.
4: That is way more important to me than the credit.
1: I mean, that has been
3: a missing item because, like, Reese up until now has been um sort of synthesizing edible sort of uh muck
4: and i've been eating it but now i don't gotta suffer anymore
2: now cleo gets pizza whenever she won't
1: and now you have a massive organization that seems to have their fingers in absolutely everything yeah uh,
2: what was this replicator's name
1: they don't have a name like they've, they've been so old that they've they never had a name can't wait to have more experiences
2: with the uh with the replicator
4: i thought you were talking about the food machine for a minute and i was like buy a wife don't touch it it's mine."
2: i'm gonna keep going along with these these quests with the replicator as long as i can (laughs) prove that i'm smarter than something else (laughs) you know like (laughs) yeah
4: was that is the name the replicant
2: was there anything else lucas that I could have done to
1: kind of uh, show my
2: superiority over Vargas, or was that just
1: completely it? If you would have solved Vargas's puzzle on how to get in, they would have definitely thought you were smarter than they thought you were. Well, <laughs> turns out I was still smarter than them <laughs> because but, I hang out with Cleo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: My brain power has been extended by Cleo's bombs, and I appreciate that.
3: <laughs> Thank you for listening to a, uh, a different sort of Backwater Bastards.
1: Yes! LucasVision. And you can find each of our podcasts. You can find the Backwater Bastards on all sorts of podcast apps out there. Spotify, Google, Apple, you name it, grab it. And I am the DM from Ballad of the Seven Dice. You can find us out there as well.
4: I think you know where to find us
1: yes links will be in the
2: show notes so that you can find them otherwise uh oh my god lucas this has been so much fun i've had a blast thanks for having me this has been the best
4: the best of the best
2: it was brilliant oh thank you everyone and see you later
4: bye
3: ciao for now bye Hey, Space trash!
4: <laughs>
2: yeah, you! Yeah,
3: you! You want to be a bastard? Oh, here's how. <laughs> you can support the bastards. That's us! And their bastard show on patreon.com forward slash backwater bastards for as little as $2 a month. Yes, or a price of a fancy piece of fruit. <laughs> hey, yeah! You can gain Froak. instant access to our secret Patreon Discord channel. Oh, secret privileges!
4: Special secret privileges.
3: That doesn't <laughs> sound right, man.
2: Oops, I mean special privileges.
4: I, who doesn't want that? And
2: hours of top secret, uncut, bastard derail secrets. That's right, secrets. And there's merch.
4: There's merch.
3: Don't want to spend any cash? You can still help us out.
4: Leave us an iTunes review, so we can climb the chart.
3: Yes, climb those
2: charts. You know how much I want to climb charts. So send us proof of your, your iTunes review.
3: Laminated. And
4: the 16 that you did on your friends' phones. <laughs> <Get out there. laughs> Spread the word.
3: At the end of the day, we are glad you're here. We want to know what you think, so don't forget to join our free Discord community. The link is in the show notes. Oh, it's free. It's, it's free. free. And there's tons of cool shit. In Tell
4: it. them about
2: the meme pit. Tell there's them. Cleo's meme pit. There's...